Hey folks and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is the show all about podcasting, helping you to create a more successful show. I'm Colin from thepodcasthost.com and here's Matthew. As always, how are you getting on, Matthew? Yeah, you see it all, Colin. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. I feel like I'm just about recovered from uh, podcast movement. I was over in um, Dallas for that conference uh, a couple of weeks ago and I feel like I'm still catching up, but getting there. Yeah, Dallas, sure, the, the big apple, the windy city. <laughs> Um, yeah, all of all of those things. Yeah, yeah one, one of them. Yeah, yeah that's our UK knowledge. <laughs> cool, I anyway. always get I always get at least one bite for something like that, so I'm looking yeah. forward. To, I never Indeed. see them anyway, so I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we talking about today, Matthew? Yeah, I don't think we've ever had uh, a question about how do you grow your audience before. So it was about time that we tackled it, wasn't it? So um, Khaled sent us a, a question in. Um, his podcast called Curated Advice on Better Living. So yeah, we're going to dive into the, um, the age-old topic. Uh, how might I take my current listener numbers and just make them a wee bit bigger? Hi, this is uh, Khaled Sultan. The name of my podcast is Curated Advice on Better Living. And um, my specific problem is um, just trying to grow the numbers of the podcast. So it's an English-speaking podcast based in Qatar in the Middle East. Uh, I'm talking to people from all walks of life with really unique stories. And yeah, so my question is, you know, like my numbers have been kind of stagnant for a while. And uh, it just seems like they are, they're either a little bit above my base, which was the first episode, or a little bit below. And uh, just I'm kind of in that zone. So how do I go beyond that uh, is my question. I'm promoting it on Instagram. People tell me you should DM everybody you know. I don't want to spam people, so I'm trying to do things or, like organically. But uh, yeah, if you would have any advice on how to grow the numbers, because um, I've done what 22 episodes so far, and uh, you know, it just seems like it's the same audience that uh, that's listening. All right, thanks for that, Khaled. That was really good. Um, okay, so plenty of thoughts on this, I think. Uh, and I think you want to be quite structured around it this time, don't you, Matthew? Like give them a few uh, actions because we talk about growth relatively often, but we'll give them some really specific actions this time, eh? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. sometimes you could you could go quite high level, but I thought, you know, let's let's take like just two or three actual tasks yeah. Um, yeah. And, and along with like some other actual bigger advice too. So. Yeah, perfect. Cool. OK, before we dive into it, though, let's mention I want to mention our show po- Pocket Size Podcast, and that's our other podcast, isn't it, Matthew? Yeah, daily podcast. Um, It's great when I, uh, you know, I look in Overcast every day and see that I've got an episode out that day. So (laughs) it gives me a a small sense of pride. A wee sense of achievement, yeah. (laughs) Daily podcast, isn't it? And and we're hoping we could get some more listeners. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Especially now that we've, we've been doing the show for a while and we've covered pretty much everything about starting a podcast all the things you need to sort of set it up for success yeah. and now we're doing episodes every single day you get one tip about actually growing it so this is relevant yeah. to this actual episode too yeah. um so if you just want like one short sharp tip every single day of the week every weekday about how to grow your podcast then you could head on over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash pocket sized and get a subscribed or followed on your listening app of choice indeed indeed yeah the first hundred episodes are so we're all about how to launch your show, how to start running your show, tips on actually like workflow and all that kind of stuff, all in one to one and a half, 
maybe two at the most minutes, eh? And yeah, like you say, now the last uh, 30 or so have all been little growth tips. So yeah, if you want anything around that, um, even if you're already running a show, there's tons of tips in there about workflow, like I say, presentation skills, all that kind of stuff in the first hundred, but particularly the growth stuff recently. Yeah, So like Matthew said, that's thepodcasthost.com forward slash pocket sized. Right, let's jump into Cal's question then. So where do you want to start on this? All right, so first thing when these questions come in, first thing I like to do is just uh, find the show online, you yeah. know, stick it into my Google machine, see what pops up. Indeed. Uh, so I did that. So again, the, the podcast is called Curated Advice on Better Living. So uh, I typed that in and the first thing that comes up is the Apple podcast link. You've got Podchaser link, uh, links on various podcast directories. So I really can't find um, an actual website for this podcast. There's um, the generic anchor web page that, that you get if you host on there, which is coming up as well. But I think this is a, a massive low-hanging fruit, isn't it, for, for growth and discoverability and all sorts of things. Yeah, definitely. You have to have a website. You have to have that out there. It has to be, you have to have that home base that people can come back to, can revise what episodes you had there, look at your show notes. Like if they, if they hear a good episode, they want to have a place where they can go and, you know, they're listening out in their car or they're walking their dog or something like that. They get home. They want to be able to go and have a look and check through the show notes and think, right, what were the two or three things? Uh, that was a great episode. I took some great points for that. Where can I go and just kind of skim back over everything that was covered? Maybe even listen through if you've got some time codes on there, that kind of stuff. All that stuff needs a website to go to, really. So, yeah, it's just it's so important. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's a, and it's never been easier to get a website these days, has it? Because uh, you can obviously go down the the self-hosted WordPress route, which many people do, and uh, you'll you'll find our guide to kind of getting set up if you go yeah. to thepodcasthost.com forward slash website. But also these days, I'm finding more and more I'm just sending people to PodPage yeah. because. If your podcast already exists, which this one does, mm -hmm. you just uh, paste your RSS feed into the the site, the pod page site, and it basically just creates this really good website for you. Mm -hmm. And you can do as much or as little with that as you want. Like you can really, you know, especially if you sign up to the subscriptions, which are really uh, reasonable prices as well, you can you can almost get everything you'd get with a WordPress site, yeah, yeah. Um, all sorts of different features. So it has never been easier to get a, a website for your podcast. And, you know, if you're looking to grow your audience, this is a no-brainer. It will help you be found and it will yeah. also help you uh, convert those sort of existing listeners into hardcore fans and, and really get them either promoting your podcast or doing a bit more with your content as well. Yeah, yeah. It used to be the the big benefit of having someone like WordPress particularly was that you could put all the growth stuff in there that didn't really exist on a lot of the, you know, the hosting platform websites. You wouldn't be able to insert like a, you know, an email sign up very easily or um, some social feeds or, you know, there's all sorts of stuff that you can put on a WordPress site that's designed to help you grow your audience. Um, but actually, Podpage includes a lot of that stuff, um, and even some of the hosting sites, like um, like Captivate's hosting sites, you can put an email sign up, and um, a few of the others as well. So, yeah, there's um, really no excuse these days. <laughs> um, it's easy, easy. So yeah, if you go and do that, Khaled, to start with, and that'll give you a place to point your listeners much more easily to help them become either get into your funnel, whether it's like the email sign up, whether it's your social uh, social profiles um, and really start to build that loyalty and build that sharing as well. Like help them to share your content too through all of those. All right. What else, Matthew? What do you think? 
Is it worth just touching on the the Instagram thing? I don't, I don't, I don't want to become the person that constantly moans <laughs> about social media, and I'm not going here. I'm just, uh, I, I wanted to just say, like, if you're if you're sharing the show on Instagram and stuff like yeah. that, that's fine. Won't do any harm at all. You know, might even pick up a few listeners, but mm-hmm. I would never look at either post on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or that as as you know a full promotion strategy. This should just be like something you do as well. Mm-hmm. But like I wouldn't put too much onus on this. I've heard a lot of anecdotal examples of people that have even millions of followers on some platforms and they, they post, you know, a podcast episode or that and it generates almost no listens. Yeah. So again, won't do you any harm and I know that there's wee cool things that you could do on these platforms, <laughs> but I don't don't place too much onus on it because uh, there's a lot of other better things that we could do as we're going to find out shortly (laughs) i think there's it needs to be quite specific doesn't it like it needs to be you're actually putting the effort in to go through your episode and finding like a 30 second or a 60 second clip that really is a highlight of the episode that really gives a bit of insight a bit of value on its own and then posting that on social, if you can post those kind of things on Instagram or even if it's on Reels, if it's something longer or, you know, similar things like that, where you're really putting the effort in to find very specific parts of your content that draw people in to your world and encourage them to listen to the whole thing. I think the, the days I've been able to just post a link to your episode and, and help the, and that kind of, that encourages people to listen. Or I don't know. I wouldn't say dead. You're right. There's there's way there's places it can work. People that can make it work, but it's very difficult. Um, so yeah, it takes a lot more effort now. I think. But if if you want to put that effort in, by all means, I have seen that work for people. But yeah, I, we're neither of us are big massive fans of social, are we? <laughs> I'm going to slag you off on Twitter for that. <laughs> um, before we before we jump into those sort of really actionable tips, Colin, yeah. I just wanted to read you part of Khaled's description here for the sure. show. It says the show features unique guests from all walks of life and is a space for growth by reflecting on different perspectives and experiences. What what's your opinion on this? Is is Khaled maybe casting the net a bit too wide here? Yeah. So this was the first thing I thought when I saw the show. Khaled, I'm sure you're making great content. I'm sure you're getting on great guests, but Looking at the image, looking at the title, you know, curated advice on better living, uh, thinking about that description, I have really no idea who this show's for. That's my worry. Um, Really, especially in the early days, a lot of people look at, you know, like Tim Ferriss and Joe Rogan and, and the like, people that interview like wide ranging guests and think, oh, I can do that too. But they've often started with really specific um, initial topics or um, they've started with an audience already, which started with a very specific topic, uh, which went way before the podcast. Really, for a new podcast, you want to be trying to go really specific. Um so what I would say is I would go back to the planning. I would go back and and episode 20 to 30 is often a good time to do this because you've now been running this show for at least a few months, if not up to six at that point. You've started to get a handle on the type of content you like creating, the type of guests that you like talking to, um, the type of insights that you tend to get out of those guests. And often you can find an area in there that actually jives best with you. And, and and even better, you might have got some feedback from some of your existing listeners. Like you say, you've got some listeners already. Um, you want to grow them. But look at those listeners you've got already. Look at the feedback that they've given you. What have they enjoyed? What have they not enjoyed? What have they told you that they want more of? 
try and narrow down to something in the topics that you cover um, that can become more of a focus for you. And a lot of people can rebel against that. They say, well, I don't want to cover just like just one part of it. Like you've got your your episode number one there, the creative process. <clears throat> like maybe that's something to get in on. Like maybe it's creatives. Maybe it's, you know, better living for creatives. That's an angle. Or you've got something in there around episode 27, your recent one, artist management and casting. So maybe it's actually um, something for, you know, media, like whether it's film or TV or taking an angle like that or it could be anything, anything that you talk about, but something that really narrows down that topic so that when people come across your show, they look at it and say, oh, that actually is really specifically related to me. Um, and that is what really persuades people to listen. And it doesn't mean that you have to talk about just that forever. You can expand out over time, but it's much easier to grow that early audience and sort of start that snowball rolling if you have a much more specific thing in mind. So I would do that. I would go back to the planning and think, right, over the first 20, 25 episodes, what have I enjoyed? What can I redefine my topic as? What can I focus in on? And then you can have your, you know, the problem you're solving, the type of person you're solving it for, and really what is the way that you're uniquely doing it for them? So that would be my advice to start with. Um, well worth doing that. And even if you don't end up changing the show, at least it'll help you think through topics and stuff. But I think you do really well to focus down a little bit and maybe refine the show description, the title, maybe even the, the artwork a little bit too. What do you think, Matthew? Is that is that kind of jive with what you thought? Definitely, yeah. And I, I think I point to this a lot on the show these days, but with good reason, our, our planning tool, our free planning mm, tool. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is the URL? podcasthost.com slash planner could be could be well we'll put a link in the show notes but uh yeah I yes think it's, it is, it is. Yes, oh, well it is. good guess good um guess. <laughs> so yeah i Callie, get yourself on there it asks you a load of questions uh good questions you know podcast related questions uh, questions <laughs> about your aims and target audience and you fill that out it doesn't take very long and then it spits out i think i've done the whole spitting out thing before as well um <laughs> it, it provides for you a pdf that you can pin up on your wall and uh, yes. use as a little handy reference so yeah, yeah the podcasthost.com slash planner is where you'll find that yeah indeed it'll take it'll kind of guide you through that refining that that's kind of narrowing down that focusing so yeah hope that helps for you but right, Matthew, we've got some specific stuff, haven't we? A few of these are related stuff we've covered on uh, Pocket Size Podcasting just now in our uh, podcast growth book as well. By all means, we haven't even mentioned That's right. Today. Go and find uh, our podcast growth book, which has got 80-something, 80 86 different tips, I think it is, isn't it? Um, little things that you can do and big things too that you can do to grow your show. But here's three. Um, go for it, Matthew. You fire away with the first. Cool. So this is one of my favourites, um, is to run a co-hosted or like crossover episode with another podcaster in your niche. There's kind of two approaches here. Um, one of the approaches, we've done this before on PodCraft, is just that, you know, somebody else. So essentially the starting point is who's another podcast either in my niche or with a similar target audience and is at a similar level so that this is mutually beneficial for both of you and you're going to collaborate either on they'll record an episode which is going to be played on your feed and you'll do the same for them 
or you could actually get together and record a co-hosted conversation and play it on both your feeds as well. So classic example of this might be, you know, Colin's Warhammer 40,000 podcast. He's doing really well on there. I've got my Frostgrave podcast because it's a much better game. <laughs> and uh, we get together, we, we have a wee lighthearted debate over the two games and we post them on both feeds. And we make it very clear that like this is a collaboration between X podcast and Y podcast. And here's where you could find both. And then the audiences of both are going to want to probably check the other one out too. So it's just a, a really nice wee win-win growth strategy, isn't it? Yeah, I love that actually, because it's like kind of like um, the old school, uh, if I bring on podcast guests, then they'll share the episode with their audience. But uh, it doesn't really work much anymore. Like People are quite reluctant to share so many of them with each other, with their own audience. And, and their own audience aren't necessarily podcast listeners. But if you collaborate with another podcast creator, then you get on their show, you get in front of their podcast audience, obviously podcast listeners by default, um, and it just helps. It's much more focused, much more specific. The topic suits them perfectly. So yeah, much more likely to get the people to actually convert to listening to your show too. So when are we doing the, the Warhammer 40k Frostgrave episode? Uh, well, just, I just, straight I just, after got this some, one. just got some new Necrons, so I'll uh, yeah, we could talk about them. Maybe a bit of paint good, yeah, good. Yeah. Cartoon Terminators. Oh, indeed. indeed. <laughs> um, what about our next one then, Colin? You want to talk about creating a, a sort of roundup as a, a strategy? Yeah, I, I like this as well, actually. We've done this a fair bit in the past, haven't we? In that create a roundup, a roundup of something in your area that really... Uh, the idea would be to include a few people that you can kind of maybe even collaborate with, involve in the process. Um, and once it's completed, you can reach out to them, share it with them. And because it's such a valuable resource, then that encourages them to share it more with their audience. So an example might be something like for, for us, it could be, uh, you know, something around equipment. So we get asked about equipment all the time. So we create a roundup, which is um, all the best microphones that came out in 2022. And we actually include all of these brand new microphones or, or audio devices, whatever they might be. We say this one from Rode and this one from Samsung and this one from Focusrite. And we round them all up and then we include all of those makers. And those makers, because it's a roundup that promotes their products, talks about their products. And, and most topics, most podcasts out there, you can do this. Even if it's not products, maybe it's other people's podcasts or maybe it's other people's blogs or other people's social profiles or anything like that. Whatever you include, it's in their interests to share it because they're included. They're promoted in it. It kind of shows them. Um, or it gives them some social equity, like some, uh, you know, some validation that they're good and therefore it grows their audience as well. So if you can create that roundup, make it really good, include a good set of people in it and then try and include them in all the promotion around it and reach out to them and ask them if they don't mind sharing it as well. Just making that ask in a nice way sometimes makes all the difference. And quite often that kind of stuff can get out there really well, um, make it uh, make its way around the kind of, uh, you know, the industry or the area, the topic that you're in um, and help grow your audience a fair bit. Yeah, my favourite example of us doing this uh, quite successfully was back in the day. It was this is like four or five years ago potentially, but we did. Um, we were doing our show Hostile Worlds, and we did a best oh, yeah. space podcast roundup. Yes. So <laughs> we were sure to mention our own show in there, but then we were like, you know, these are the other podcasts, the other space podcasts that really helped helped and inspired us and stuff yeah. like that. You know, we'd yeah. really recommend them. 
And then we just shared that out with all the, the folks that were mentioned, and a lot of them, even really big shows, I think even one NASA show kind of mentioned it to their yeah. audience. So yeah. that was really cool, and it, it yeah. brought a lot of listeners our way. And again, it was win-win, because it wasn't like we were just spamming them, saying, could you please mention our podcast? Like, it was we're literally saying, like, you know, we're promoting you here, this is mm-hmm. um, good content, and they were happy to share it. So. Yeah. Yep, it's useful to their audience and it helps them. So that's all the incentive. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. What about the last one, Matthew? What's our, our third tip for Khaled? Aye, this is also underrated. In fact, one thing that's constantly underrated by us podcasters is focusing on people who are already listening. So I always like the idea of reaching out to three to five like people, three to five true fans of your show, those mm. folks that you know are listening to every single episode that you do. Mm. They're the first people to kind of reach out to you when new episodes go out or maybe you miss an episode one week and they're the first people to sort of check in and make sure everything's okay. But if you can, you know, identify even three of those people and just um, ask them if they wouldn't mind getting on the, the phone or Zoom with you one day just for 20 minutes and have some pre-prepared questions for them. Uh, you want to be asking them things like, how did they initially find the show? That's always a really valuable thing to ask because if there's common patterns in that, you definitely want to do more of it. Um, you, want, you want to be finding out things like what actually keeps them listening as well. You know, why are you always listening every single week? What value are you getting from it? And even stuff as well, like, you know, is there things about the podcast that you don't like or you would recommend changing? And that's all really good data from those people that are listening. And you could definitely do stuff around that that's going to help grow your show to a wider audience as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That totally relates into the planning stuff we're talking about earlier, isn't it? Like that stuff is core. That's like gold for deciding where to focus down your show. Um, and, and that reaching out to those people as well. There's there's a huge growth in there, um, growth kind of um, technique in there, I suppose, in that if you talk to them, you turn them into even more loyal fans, evangelical fans, even like totally fanatical fans that will help promote your show for you. Um, and you can ask these people, even if you don't, you can do it at higher scale where you find 20 of them and necessarily don't, you don't necessarily have to talk to them for 20 minutes or something, but you reach out with an email and ask for feedback. But say, if you know two or three people, that are like you, that like the same kind of stuff as you, then do you mind just passing on a link to the show for me and trying to encourage them to listen? And often that's one of the best ways to actually get um, non-podcast listeners. Like you said, we we often concentrate on people who already listen to podcasts, but the biggest growth opportunity is all these folk that don't really listen to podcasts yet. So you find a true fan, uh, they have a friend, like your Warhammer example, like you've got somebody who's into Warhammer, listens to podcasts but they've got like probably five ten friends who play warhammer that don't listen to podcasts uh that they can talk into listening to your show and you're the first show that they find so yeah can work really nicely i think cool so just to run through the, the key takeaways then um first and foremost i think we want to really be getting a, a website set up don't we um, yep. And you could find out a couple of options at thepodcasthost.com forward slash websites. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to try and hone in as well on the planning, get back to the, the drawing board and just try and um, develop your, your topic and your, your aims a wee bit. Uh, so thepodcasthost.com slash planner for that. 
and then your three little tips to try uh, run a sort of co-hosted or crossover episode with another podcaster in your niche or a podcast with a similar target audience uh, think about a roundup that you could create that could be a blog post or a podcast but ideally both and you, you could do that of again shows that you like in your niche or products or services or anything like that and then finally reach out to those three or five true fans people you could think of that uh, you could grill a wee bit and get some solid gold data from them as well to, to help you kick on. Yeah, excellent. Okay, perfect. And remember, I think one of the things that holds people back a lot is that they end up spending so much time making their show that uh, they don't have time to do the growth stuff. Uh, you're a you're a maker and not a marketer, and that's how a lot of podcasters feel. Um, so putting aside specific time for the growth stuff, it sounds like you're thinking about it, Khaled. So maybe this maybe you don't suffer from this, but a lot of people do. Like making sure that you're keeping the process simple, the workflow simple, the recording, the editing, the publishing as simple as you can is always great. And of course, I'll say our tool Alitu is designed just for that. So Alitu is our podcast maker app, um, which is designed to cut down the time it takes you to to make your show absolutely it's got the call recording in there does all the cleanup for you automatically it's got a podcast specific editor that makes it easier to edit and helps you put your show together simply Um, and we've got hosting in there now as well so you don't even have to download it from Alitu and put it somewhere else it's all just in the one place so uh, if you want to cut down your workflow make editing easier all with the aim of having more time to spend on growth then absolutely go and check it out it's over at alitu.com A-L-I-T-U Dot com and you get a seven day free trial there. So with that hasty plug given, <laughs> will we finish up the show, Matthew? Yeah, we sure will. Yeah, um, I do believe that was the last of the questions that we'd had in. Um, oh, okay. I'm sorry that we had a big uh, break in between them, but August was a bit hectic for a few different reasons, oh, yeah. and you've been away, Colin. Days and conferences and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure that was our last voice question. I'll have to. I'll have to check the the speakpipe yeah. inbox to confirm that. But um, we do already have a a nice idea for season sixteen as well, don't yeah. we? So we're yeah, looking definitely. forward to be bringing the listener more information on that too. And that's going to be really good. I'm. I'm really excited for what we could kind of cover in yeah, that uh, season yeah. when it comes around yeah definitely looking forward to that okay well thank you for all the questions you've sent in if you if uh, you're out there having sent in a question that we've answered i hope it was helpful to you um, we're always open to them though like we always will take questions in and we could maybe fit in some bonus episodes even if we do start a new season quite soon which i think is likely over the next month or so um keep the questions coming in and we'll do another q a season upcoming or maybe even just put out some bonus episodes with those listener questions in um, um, what's the URL for that again, Matthew? You know, I've oh, no. don't you? Oh, no. <laughs> Um, I'll put it in the show notes that's Go my on. cop out link in the show notes oh that's link old school link in the show notes cool yeah but go over to thepodcasthost.com um, and you'll find all of our resources there all of our help there um, and probably the link somewhere for that <laughs> what is it We've, we still have our podcraft one don't we we've got podcraft.net um, yeah this is a case of uh, don't do what we do, do what we say not what we do <laughs> aye a million different URLs and domains and not. Yeah, but if you go to podcraft.net, I believe that still does. In fact, I don't know why I'm doubting it. It definitely does direct straight to uh, the podcast homepage where you can see this latest episode and you'll be able to check out the show notes there and find the link. So that should be fine. All right. Thank you again for listening. I hope you're out there enjoying your podcasting, growing your own show. Um, we'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you for joining.
joining me as always, Matthew. Um, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.